0: Hi everyone, and welcome back to Tokyo on Fire. Today is August 8th, 2017. The Prime Minister, less than one week ago, reshuffled his cabinet. Among one of the most amazing picks is Konotaro as his foreign minister. You've been watching this too, Michael. He jumped right into the fire. There is an ASEAN conference in Manila. He was there to talk about North Korea, to talk about the self-defense forces. There's a lot on the diplomatic table. It was
1: hilarious. You saw I saw a newspaper from Manila saying uh, that Kishida would not be coming. Instead, there would be this new guy. Well, yeah, he's the foreign minister. True, it's only for a couple, been a couple of days, mm-hmm. but nevertheless, that's the way the system works here. Kishida is out. He's now been moved into the secretariat, and in comes Konotaro. Now person that we know and a lot of people know because he's very sociable, and he's of course a graduate of Georgetown, right. and therefore well-known the, in the Washington and in New York cir- circles. Uh, someone who, and when he, when he talked to Tillerson, the Secretary of State, he spoke to him in English, didn't sure. use a translator. Georgetown a per- graduate, A sure. person of the world, uh, and that Abe picked him, and, put him in this very, very important spot, Uh, is really quite astonishing. Uh, It's well known that he and Abe do not see eye to eye on a lot of policies, nuclear policies. Uh, Konotaro is a a big supporter of large-scale immigration into Japan. And Abe, because of the political position he was in prior to this cabinet reshuffle, has taken the plunge and said, here, here's the hot
0: potato, take it. Right. And Konotaro has taken it. We're gonna have a, a section devoted specifically on the cabinet reshuffle and who's in, in position now later today. But with regard to Konotaro, he's got some people that like him and he's got some people that don't like him. Uh, his policies and his, his stance on certain issues as, as you just mentioned.
1: And, and also just his personality and the way he comports himself. It's well known that he's not one of these glad handlers who has a huge following around him within the diet. He's not a leader of anything. Uh, he is very much on his own pace, on his own speed, uh, and it's, it's, his office is not a big social center. In fact, people say, we've never been to his office. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm.
0: He's He's really quite out there. But this was by design. I mean I think your point is this is part of the Abe design because what he wants in this new cabinet is stability he wants you know he this is his second um cabinet post yeah and, and so he's pre- seasoned he's seasoned
1: but he's also he's also seen as a potential rival he has run for the presidency of the LDP and he's like Noda Seiko, who was put in at uh, at General Affairs, bringing Konotaro in brings in these potential critics, potential rivals, right. and brings them in really close to the Prime Minister. Right. And the the trick is going to be how Konotaro is
0: going to be at one time the outsider and insider. Okay, but the the Prime Minister's approval rating took a, a, a nice tick up. Yeah. And, and you can't say that that wasn't because of Konotaro's inclusion. Yeah, I would say that
1: it is because right? of his inclusion. If you look deep into the Kyoto figures, for example, or the NHK figures that were, were released yesterday, the NHK polls seem to indicate that most of the cabinet picks were awash, but that there was a great deal of support not hot support, but sort of a lukewarm support for Kono Taro as foreign minister, right. even more so than Noda Seiko. Positive admit. anticipation. A positive anticipation from, for him it's, it's lukewarm, mm-hmm. but nevertheless it was different from everybody else's in that the four points in the NHK poll that the, the uh, Prime Minister regained in popularity can be almost entirely attributed to Kono Taro. And that's kind of strange because Kono Taro is... Right, he, it he, is strange, isn't it? He, he's he's, <clears throat> ki, he's an odd bird. Mm-hmm. Um, he's an exceptionally uh, admirable person. I mean, he, he had surgery to save his father's life, the, the more better known Kono Yohe, who, who was the Speaker of the House. And who was the Speaker of the House and who is the Kono of the Kono Statement mm-hmm. regarding the comfort women. Uh, when he developed liver cancer, he uh, Konotaro
0: went under the knife and donated a part of his liver, and both of them are alive today. One of the things that's interesting about that is that that was an illegal operation before the law was changed, and the law was changed by the fellow who hired me out of law school, Nakayama Taro, who was a was a medical doctor previously, and they changed the law on organ transplants. And one of the first pre- people to go under the blade was Konotaro. Yeah, so this is interesting. A, yeah,
1: this is this is so we have some our own close knowledge of. Of this. Kono is also one of the few LDP members who has ever voted against the party in plenary session. Uh, he did that in, during the time the DP was in power. Mm-hmm. And I spoke with him a few years later, he said,
0: that was the worst mistake I ever made.
1: <laughs> it was, I was fro- Well, He yeah. hasn't
0: appeared on the show yet. So. Uh, that'll be
1: his, that'll, that will certainly be his worst, but the second worst <laughs> Well, he said, I will never do that again. Sure, it was great. It's, it burnished my <coughs> reputation. No one spoke to me for a year. Uh, within sounds the party. familiar, doesn't it? Yeah, just complete freeze out. And that's one of the things you have to understand about the, the LDP and its ability <coughs> to psychologically mm-hmm. punish right. uh,
0: those who have the temerity. Well it says something about his character too, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean because he took the same stance on the nuclear issue, very unpopular, well very popular but very unpopular within the the ranks of the the LDP, and he still did that even though he knew that he would catch some heat for it, but he he stood his ground. Yeah and when he took
1: over in his ministerial position, the first time Abe had given him Mm -hmm. a, a ministerial position, he established basically a mini GRU, this government revitalization unit that the the Democratic Party had put into power when it was elected in 2009, of bringing in bureaucrats and coming in, explain your program to me. Mm -hmm. He set up his own mini kangaroo court for the bureaucrats, which is completely against what Abe and particularly Suga want. They want the the bureaucrats happy, fat, and under control. And Wow! Here comes Konotaro, and he starts grilling bureaucrats about this, that, and the other thing, particularly the Monju project, mm-hmm. saying, right. "Why isn't this thing shut down? What the
0: hell is this? How much money are you guys going to spend? This this duck is
1: dead. That's it's been dead for for fifteen right. years. That's right. And wow! Did he? He and and there was nothing Abi mm-hmm. could do. He put him in that position. Right. The same the same won't happen here. Right? Because in foreign policy, there's a lot of continuity. It it really so much of it is, is bound by the expectations of other countries of the world of what Japan mm-hmm. has been doing. And you really can't move outside it very effectively. And in fact, if anyone's going to be doing the moving, it's going to be Abe himself right. under this... Conte-driven politics that we have where the Prime Minister, through his National Security Council, Mm -hmm. makes a lot of the decisions that used to be handled by the bureaucrats within the Ministry of Foreign Affairs. Well, one of the
0: reasons why I like this pick so much, Michael, is because it is the seasoning of of Konotaro. He is not going away. His father was a very prominent member of the, the LDP. He will also. He's still, you know, young in his career. He's he's been a Diet member for maybe twenty five years, and so he's still got more more legs on him. And his his political career is is just open for that.
1: It's possible. He's again. He has this problem in that he's not one of these glad handlers mm-hmm. and, and one of the things that Abe did before he began his return to power was to make sure that all of his pieces were all lined up beforehand and that he had powerful backers. I don't see behind Konotaro those the puppet masters mm-hmm. that, you, see, that you, you know work the system and indeed came out of the of the woodwork and, and came out and became quite visible and co- have caused Abe all this trouble this past six months. Mm-hmm. All these supporters and friends who have been helping him, and in return they wanted favors, and he gave them to them. Con- I don't. I don't. There's no, right. there's no quid pro quo mm-hmm. in, in in
0: Kono's background that I can see. Right? Wouldn't you agree that the pro- the foreign ministry position is probably the third most. Important position on the cabinet. Oh, it certainly is by far the
1: third most. I mean, after the prime minister and then the finance minister. Right. Because
0: it's it's the face to the world. So this is a significant selection, and, and it bears mentioning here on the program why we're focusing on this position. It's not only that we like Konotaro. And, and we do. And, and we we believe in what he's he's trying to do, but it's also this position at this critical time. I mean, every time is critical, but. Um, to, to have this cabinet reshuffle and to have him selected as the foreign minister, I think, is, is trying... I don't know. It's sending a signal. And I, I hope that we're kind of getting the vibrations of what that meaning is. We're still trying to parse it out. We have, there are two things we have to deal
1: with. First, that Konotaro can plausibly represent Japan on nuclear issues, mm-hmm. which has been kind of a difficult issue because Japan's position is, 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 is ambiguous. It's pro-nuclear in terms of civilian nuclear power, but right now none of its nuclear reactors are working. Uh, it's anti-nuclear in terms of its military stance, but it relies on the United States entirely for its deterrent, and we have the problem of North Korea. Right. Uh, and it's developing missile and nuclear capabilities. Konotaro presents that wonderful space you know, halfway between the United States and halfway between Tokyo, half in the nuclear camp, but half out of it, Mm -hmm. he he can say, you know, I'm not even for nuclear on the civilian side. I'm I'm, I'm not ambiguous about this at all. Uh, That all these things can be played off against each other. Now, while we have been talking about how Abe has gone out on a limb, we have to say also that he made sure that there, wh- however much give and how much rope. You will be a team player. You will be a team you player. You will be a team player. That's true in terms of the cabinet, but he's also got his own little chain on the back, which is Colonel Sato mm-hmm. in the Vice Minister's. A great
0: selection though, wasn't that? It, it we'll see
1: how it turns out. Uh, it, it. It depends on how, the Koreans, how much the Koreans are going to let by God thought it was, it was genius, guy, Yes,
0: guy. what a what a, a confluence of 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 forces there. In, in, among the vice ministerial
1: positions and and that's one of the things that is not appreciated. When a cabinet reshuffle is done,
0: it's not just the ministers, it's mm-hmm. the vice ministers who are also oh, political yeah. appointees who are switched around. That was all announced on Saturday. So we have the cabinet reshuffle, and then cascading down from that, we have the vice ministers and the vice and ministers the and the, party. the
1: vice and the vice ministers, Abe could have really messed up the vice ministerial positions by putting in, again, friends of Abe mm-hmm. and, and, and absolutely p- packing it with rewards Rewards for other people. He, right. he's, I've looked at the list, I've looked at the, the, the faces. The only face that sticks out is Colonel Sato, uh, who was the commander of the Japanese forces that were sent to Iraq. Uh, and who has come back and has been a very strong member of Abe's faction mm-hmm. uh, and has it on his resume this ill-fated trip with Inada uh, to try to visit Uleongdo in uh, in South Korea and being turned back at the Incheon airport mm-hmm. and sent back to Japan as an undesirable person, a member of the Diet though he was, uh, And of course, there's also that very famous photograph of him with his fist in the face of the DPJ member who's trying to stop the uh, security legislation. I imagine that's framed on his office wall. I hope it is, <laughs> because I hope he has a sense of humor because, it, because what he was doing was trying to keep the, the DPJ people from all tumbling onto mm-hmm. the speaker, but someone yeah. caught that shot, or well, more than one photographer caught that shot, as they're all signs of angles, yeah. and it looks like he's absolutely clobbering that DPJ member. He's got that in his, in his imagery, and he's definitely going to be Abe's guy, mm-hmm. keeping an eye on Konotaro. Uh, even though most of the time they're being sent off to different countries all the time and they're, they're never really mm-hmm. in the building at the same time.
0: Right. Konotaro is the new foreign minister of Japan. Keep your eye on him because things are going to happen. Stay tuned.